Listener Production. US stocks advance as the world's attention focuses on the Middle East. And Aussie shares expected to open higher on Tuesday ahead of key business and consumer confidence surveys. I'm Tom. And I'm Ryan. It's Tuesday, the 10th of October. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Ryan, the developments in the Middle East have been terrible on any number of levels, but the markets at this point have been fairly orderly in their response, you'd have to say. Uh, what we saw on Wall Street, stocks advanced modestly. We had the broader market up by around 0.7 of a percent. The Dow Jones rose 0.6 of a percent. The NASDAQ up by about a half of 1%. I suppose within the context of what we have seen historically, the markets kind of understand this playbook. Absolutely. And shares were under pressure early in the trading session, Tom, after the Israeli-Palestinian conflict escalated, but stocks rebounded as remarks from US Federal Reserve officials bolstered speculation that the US Federal Reserve will refrain from lifting rates later this year. The conclusion being that the aggressive readjustment that we've seen for interest rates in recent times has been enough to be, uh, I suppose, a break on uh, the economy without the US Fed having to do more. And we had US bond markets closed for the Columbus Day holiday with the US federal government shut, but exchange-traded funds that track US Treasury bonds rose as worries about a possible escalation in the conflict between the two parties, boosted demand for safe haven assets. The 10-year US Treasury futures rose around 13 ticks on the day. We should reflect briefly on what has taken place in the Israeli capital markets, because obviously that is the center of attention for a variety of reasons. Contagion risk is something that you always look at very carefully under these circumstances to see whether or not there are second and third order effects that are uh, impacting other markets. Uh, There's also the capital flight issue that's important to to monitor. You tend to look at the currency uh, under those circumstances. So I suppose, Ryan, what we saw last night was the uh, Israeli shekel sell off quite aggressively. Uh, falling to its lowest level since around 2016. But the Bank of Israel stands ready to defend the currency. It's uh, said they've got around $45 billion ready to go in terms of supporting the currency. Yes, we did see the shekel hidden almost eight-year low of 3.99 per US dollar at one stage. But the announcement by the Israeli Central Bank that would sell up to $30 billion US dollars worth of foreign currency in the open market really did maintain some stability for the shekel. And uh, we saw a pretty aggressive readjustment in 10-year government bonds in Israel as well. A 10-year shekel bond was up by about 22 basis points to 4.8%. So that's the highest level since about 2012. Again, uh, in the context of this situation, it's been a relatively orderly response. We did see exchange-traded funds exposed to Israel selling off. However, the iShares Miski Israel ETF fell more than 7%, while the ARK Israel Innovative Technology ETF slid 4%. Just to put things into context, Tom, previous Middle Eastern events have seen a six-day war in 1967 with share markets down 6.5% over 20 days. When I'm talking about share markets, I'm talking about the US share markets. The Israel-Arab War in 1973 was down 17% over 27 days. So certainly we are seeing some evidence of a flight to quality. We're seeing a rising US dollar. We're seeing of course, demand for US government bonds, but also gold prices up as well. But at the same time, we haven't seen the extent of these sell-offs just yet. And the other uh, rather predictable response on the part of the markets is that you've seen support for defense-related 
stocks and he's, there's been a pretty acute move higher as far as energy stocks are concerned. That's been pretty plain as far as the US experience was concerned last night, Ryan. Well, with the lift in oil prices up by 4%, we have seen the energy sector on the S&P 500 jumping 3.8%, broadly its biggest gain in six months with Marathon Oil and ExxonMobil up 7.1% and 3.7% respectively. Lockheed Martin is up about 8% as we speak. So there were some separate issues to contend with as far as Wall Street was concerned. We had a couple of Fed speakers out and about last night, Ryan. That was significant given what we'd seen on Friday with that very robust employment report. A day later, it seems as though the markets are holding their ground in the face of what is a delicately balanced situation. Uh, We're waiting on those inflation numbers at the end of the week to see whether or not this even-tempered approach is justified. Vice Chair Philip Jefferson said officials are in a position to proceed carefully after the recent rise in bond yields. And on the back of that, we could see a potential rally or falling rates, which could break the short-term bond market further that has gripped rates markets for the past month post the Fed's meeting in September. So while obviously the situation is quite dire in the Middle East at the moment, it could lead to a little bit of relief around bond markets and It will be interesting to see what happens with equity markets in this context. Indeed. The European markets perhaps captured that early anxiety that we saw in the Northern Hemisphere, and that's why we generally saw weaker outcomes. The UK market was just in negative territory. The French market fell by a half of 1%. The German market was down by around two-thirds of a percent. So I suppose as you look at the different geographies, it reflects the way that investors have digested the events and the implications of what is taking place in the Middle East at present. Well, we saw travel and leisure stocks drop 2.4%, the worst performers in Europe, and that included airlines such as British Airways owner IAG and Air France KLM and Lufthansa. They fell between 4 and 8%, with those international carriers stopping flights or suspending flights to Tel Aviv, and they were also concerned about higher fuel prices. So that was also reflected in the US as well. But also, we did see the UK FTSE 100 index supported by higher energy prices, with those energy shares up 2.6%, leading to a flat outcome for that market. In terms of today's picture, Ryan, we have seen uh, energy stocks quite well supported. That'll likely be reflected as far as the uh, local market is concerned. At this stage, the futures are pointing to uh, a gain of around a half of 1%. Again, under the circumstances, not a bad outcome. Well, in terms of the oil prices, we saw the oil NYMEX price up by 4.3% to 86.38 US dollars a barrel. We did see at session highs, both the Brent and US NYMEX up more than four bucks a barrel, over 5%. Concerns around supply, in particular, Israel's port of Ashkelon and its oil terminal, they've been shut due to the conflict. And we have seen European gas prices up 15% after Israel ordered Chevron to shut its Tamar offshore gas platform. So, Oil and gas shares are likely to be up in Australia today. We've seen gold lift 1% to 1864.30 US dollars an ounce on that safe haven bid. And iron ore futures are up 0.4% to 118.18 US dollars a tonne with China reopening after the lot golden week holiday, Tom. And that's something to look at quite carefully as well because uh, the Chinese picture was strangely becalmed yesterday given everything that's going on. But that is uh, something to keep an eye on as the days move ahead. Today on the local front, we've got sentiment surveys uh, in both 
consumer and business terms release, but they'll probably be a sideshow compared to uh, everything else that's going on at the moment. Well, we're expecting them to be. So in terms of what we're thinking will happen, we expect the Westpac Consumer Confidence Survey to improve in October, although it remain near recessionary levels. In focus will be the evolution of sentiment around labour markets and housing conditions. The NAB Business Survey could show deterioration in business confidence for September. We also expect some easing in business conditions, but they'll remain above their long-run average. Price and cost pressures will most be in focus. And the Aussie dollar has strangely found a bid under these circumstances, having been as low as 63.5 US cents yesterday afternoon. It's trading just north of 64 as we speak or record right now. Have a great day and we'll chat to you tomorrow. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.